This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1750, Courage, by Dr. Laura Markham of ahaparenting.com. Hello, everybody. Great to have you here once again with me on ORD. For those who don't know, I am your host, Greg Audino, reading to you every single day from some of the best relationship building and parenting articles around. This article today is for the parents out there as it pertains to help raising children with courage. Uh, But I think attentive listeners will find that a certain amount of courage is first demanded of themselves in order for that to happen. More on that in my commentary at the end. First, let's hear this post and start optimizing your life. Courage by Dr. Laura Markham of ahaparenting.com Courage doesn't mean not being afraid. In fact, in many situations, that might qualify as stupidity. Courage means being afraid and doing the right thing anyway. Will your second grader have the courage to admit she trampled the neighbor's prize lilies? Will your fourth grader have the courage to stand up for a smaller child against the playground bully? Will your sixth grader have the courage to listen to jazz when the other kids are into rap? Will your eighth grader have the courage to refuse to cheat on the test, even though the other kids are all doing so, and his score will look worse by comparison? Will your 12th grader insist that the drunk driver stop the car and let him out, despite the taunts and dares of his friends? Parents of toddlers and preschoolers often worry about their children's fear of thunderstorms or merry-go-rounds, but in our culture, courage is usually moral rather than physical, and our children are tested constantly. Of course, there are times when kids need your help to summon up their physical courage, when your toddler is frightened of riding the Ferris wheel with you, or your five-year-old is afraid of the dark or your seven-year-old doesn't want to get on a horse, or your nine-year-old doesn't feel ready for sleepovers. But handling these frightening situations is pretty straightforward. Don't push kids to take risks that they don't feel ready for. They can learn to horseback ride next year. Stay calm yourself and empathize with their feelings. Communicate that you will keep her safe. Help your child to problem-solve. Would it help if he knew he could call you from the sleepover? Could he start getting to know the horse at first by grooming it, rather than climbing up into the saddle? And, encourage your child to turn his fear into excitement. Scientists and thrill-seekers tell us that they're related. Moral courage is more complicated. Luckily, it isn't something we're born with. Courage is something we can develop, cultivate, learn how to summon up, by trial and error, by facing scary situations, choosing what's right, and finding out it works. Moral Courage Quote, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. The good and bad news about moral courage is that your child's performance in difficult situations depends mostly on you. Not on what you say or drill into your child about what's right and wrong. Those discussions are important so that kids clearly understand what's right and wrong and why we make certain choices. They aren't what matters most. Research confirms what we observe daily. Most humans don't always do what they know is right. Integrity cannot be taught. Whether your son or daughter will summon up the internal fortitude to do what's right will depend on who he or she is as a person. And that, luckily, you can impact tremendously. In fact, this little test about you can accurately predict your child's behavior. Do you tell the store clerk when she inadvertently gives you too much change? Can you admit to your child when you're wrong? 
Do you speak to the baseball coach and tell him that the boy on the bench, the one you don't know who flubbed his last play, needs a chance to play at least a little in every game? Do you make it safe for your child to admit to you when she makes a mistake, even a big one? Or does she feel she needs to lie to you ever? Do you support your child when she thinks an adult is wrong and help her to make her case? What do you do when you discover your child took the Game Boy from the dentist's office? Do you yourself ever take a magazine that you like? Do you ever take pens, pads, or other supplies from work? Do you tell your boss when you think she's asking you to do something that borders on unethical? Do you ever lie about your child's age to get the lower admission price? Do you regularly give some portion of your income to charity? Is it hard to believe that this test can predict your child's behavior? Researchers confirm that children learn what we do, not what we say. So the first part of helping your child to develop moral courage is to develop your own. The second, of course, is paying attention to all the teachable moments. And the third is remembering that kids develop courage along with maturity, over time. Don't take it too hard when your child doesn't display the courage you'd like. Just having a parent who thinks about these things is taking her in the right direction. Give her time. Quote, Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. Ambrose Redmoon You just listened to the post titled, Courage, by Dr. Laura Markham of AhaParenting.com. And thanks so much to Dr. Laura for this one. I'm not sure any of us uh, was expecting a test today, certainly not such an exposing one, (laughs) but those happen sometimes. Uh, But really, I love that she ran those questions by us, because whether it comes to parenting our children or parenting ourselves, which of course is a prerequisite for parenting our children, we're best able to create healthy lives when we take full responsibility. And responsibility can be easy to deflect if things are getting hard around us. The more stressors we currently have in our lives, the more tempted we can be to remove ourselves from responsibility. We can make the mistake of thinking that responsibility will only come with more stress and disappointment. But what we don't realize is that it actually comes with more empowerment. It holds us accountable and forces us to make better decisions of ourselves. And in this case, these decisions affect how our children are being raised. Remember that you are on the same team as your child. If a problem arises, how can you take responsibility for it along with them and work together to help overcome it? as opposed to isolating them to deal with it on their own, often with a sense of shame. Keep that question in mind, everyone, and do contemplate it. We are done for now. We're done for the day. I hope you took something from this article, and of course, I thank you for being here to help make this episode possible. So enjoy your Friday, stay safe, and I will talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.